Come on. Quick ask before we get started today, I am working to help people lead happier and more contented lives. My part of that is money. So if you enjoyed today's episode or if you've enjoyed past episodes, please take a minute and leave a quick review on iTunes. Subscribe. That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Rafael Vargas. Rafael, are you ready to do this? Oh, very ready, my friend. Excellent. Let's do this. Rafael is the founder and CEO of Real Step and Real Empire. He's passionate about mentoring, speaking, educating on all things real estate and building great teams. I'm excited to have you on. Raphael, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, great. Uh, I'm 27 years old. I am in the real estate wholesaling industry. So we flip about, um, you know, we do about $4 million, almost $5 million a year in gross assignment fees on an annual basis. We're in eight different metropolitan markets. I started when I was 21 years old, and uh, now just getting to really cool stuff like educating and uh, taught over a thousand people now. Um, real estate wholesaling. I've seen amazing clients, huge successes from amazing clients, amazing clients hit millions of dollars in revenue now in their wholesaling business. Um, you know, I'm a commercial investor as well, a single family investor, and just uh, uh, all around, just uh, you know, serial entrepreneur. I love it. And you did not have the easiest start in the business. Did not. No, did not. No. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I, I started when I was 21 years old um, in my mother's basement, pretty much dead broke. Uh, never, I didn't graduate high school, never went to college. So um, my single mother and my mentally disabled brother, you know, we're pretty much in our uh, – in our home and my mom was working two jobs trying to go to college and support me and my brother and you know work pretty much become an accountant so that she can make uh, maybe $45,000 a year so that she can support my brother and uh, and I a lot stronger and I told my mother at the age of 21 you know hey I, mom one day I'm going to retire you I'm going to become a multi-million dollar real estate investor and I'm going to retire you 100% and um, she didn't believe me uh, she said no you need to go get a job you need to support me <laughs> and I said no, no way I quit my job 100% at the age of 21. I was working a job. I was making $13.50 an hour, which at that time I thought was a lot of money. Uh, $13.50, quit my job 100%, and uh, sold all of my music equipment. I was uh, on the path of becoming a music producer. Sold all my music equipment, sold all my shoes. I sold all my clothes, like Jordans and stuff like that, that I had, and uh, pursued real estate investing 100%. My mother was in my ear every single day, living in her basement telling me I should go get a job I should go get a job you know stop this real estate stuff I'll never be successful in real estate my friends that were close to me were telling me the exact same thing that someone like me coming from the background that I did where people were trying to murder me at one time I was you know living with you know I'm staying with some really uh, knuckleheads some uh, pretty hard uh, street guys and um, just long story short everyone was against me Uh, the jobs I was trying to get that were related to real estate laughed me out of the building telling me that I'd never make it in real estate, that I should go, you know, work at uh, Wendy's or something like that, more suitable to the the way I used to communicate coming 
from the, a low education background and kind of the uh, street life that I was involved in. And so I just, I, I all that was just fueled in my fire, um, you know, from people telling me that I'd never be successful. I watched a lot of sales books. I, I, I read a lot of sales books. I watched a lot of sales videos. I watched successful people like Tony Robbins. I implemented the way they communicated. Uh, I, I read John Maxwell books, 50th law 50th power robert green so many different authors i used to read three four books on a weekly basis stay up three nights in a row and cold call from 8 a.m to 8 p.m um and you know while my mother's in my ear every single day and tell me i'll never make it crying arguing fighting you know watching my mentally stable brother you know alone uh having to be neglected and then nine months into the business you know on the verge of me giving up and that pretty much running through my entire savings um you know i Close my first deal for thirty thousand dollars, and then that was where my momentum started picking up. Thirty thousand turned into, you know, my next year doing about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in wholesaling. From the third year, now doing over a million dollars, and now we're doing over five million, you know, roughly around five million dollars in real estate wholesaling assignment profits in eight different metropolitan markets. And uh, you know, I own almost about ten million dollars worth of commercial and real estate assets. Uh, you know, just our, my companies collectively this year, you know, now six and a half years into the business are doing $10 million in revenue collectively this year. So it's just a huge blessing. I've retired my mother a hundred percent. You know, now she's a believer, you know, <laughs> and sure. uh, you know, I take care of my brother and my family and uh, just create awesome opportunities for people that work. Well, congratulations on the success. What was it about, about real estate or commercial real estate that was really of interest to you early on? You know, um, you know, we, I started out wholesaling single family real estate, um, but you know we we actually um, our my biggest wholesale fee was three hundred thousand dollars on one assignment fee, and uh, it was a development type opportunity where you can build seven condos. And so when I saw you know when we closed that first deal three hundred grand, and I saw that it was like a seven unit condo development, I saw that, that there's a lot more opportunity in the commercial space. And then I got connected with some, uh, you know, now after moving to Tampa, I got connected with some really large players, guys that actually own the uh, San Francisco 49ers, uh, DeBartolo Development, just seeing their entire organization, seeing, you know, billions and billions of dollars worth of commercial assets being, you know, transacted and uh, developed. It's just, uh, it's always inspired me. And I knew that wholesaling was kind of the first step to understanding real estate and building my own capital so I can invest in commercial assets. Got it. Well, I appreciate that. So yeah. a ton of self-learning, obviously a, a lot of hard work. Um, that's what it sounds like between the reading and the, and the cold calling, which I don't know if people are doing a lot of that anymore. Are there certain things that you're willing to do that 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 that, that maybe other people aren't still? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. We are still using uh, cold calling as a huge uh, revenue and, and, and resource for sourcing deals, even in our uh, commercial acquisitions and our self storage uh, development. Uh, in our self storage uh, acquisitions opportunities, you know, we're still cold calling directly to self storage facilities in the area um, same thing with single family right we have a single family cold call team that's just cold calling uh, single family assets um, we do a lot of direct mail to source single family deals as well that's still a huge part of our business um, so so yeah absolutely another very unique thing that we do is we we don't go and see these assets you know we lock up everything over the phone last week we locked up about two hundred and fifty sixty thousand uh, dollars worth 
of uh, real estate wholesale assignment deals. And so um, that was about 16 contracts that we secured just last week all over the phone in eight different metropolitan markets. And so that's something that I think, um, you know, the traditional real estate investor does not do. They're still going out viewing properties and we're just locking them up right over the phone, sending a DocuSign agreement and uh, getting it done. So very untraditional type of real estate. And is it just a matter of that you're more tenacious and persistent or do you have a different conversation you're having with these people that, or just is, is, is it more traditionally that people want to go and see it with their own eyes before they're willing to make that commitment? What is it that's different? You know, I, I think, um, I think the natural, you know, the, the traditional real estate investor would have to go out, see the property, see what kind of repairs are needed, do their 65% of ARV, multiply that and then subtract any of the repairs that are needed to get their profit and their offer range. But for us, you know, because we're wholesaling, we are not taking down any of our single family assets. We strictly just look at what the comparable properties are in the area, look at what investors are paying for, for similar type asset in that area. And we make offers right over the phone to homeowners in seven minutes. And uh, so if the homeowner's motor to sell and they want to get rid of this property in seven minutes, you would, they get an offer. And if they like that offer, we send them a DocuSign immediately. They can sign right from their phone. And so we don't see these assets until after we secure the contract. But after we secure the contract, we do have a seven to 14 day due diligence period that allows us to then go view the property, ensure there's no structural damage, et cetera, et cetera, take pictures of the assets. Then we market that property to our investor developer list, which then acquires it from us for obviously uh, a higher price. Got it. Okay. I got it. Well, I, I, at least I sort of got it. <laughs> so do you, do you also, are, are you also doing like direct mail? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, um, there's a company mm-hmm. called open door that, that I think I've received several pieces of mail from. They say, Hey, we, we'd like to buy your house for this much money. Um, is it, is it similar to that approach? You know, uh, no. Open door and offer pad. They're 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 very institutional type, uh, you know, root type buyers. Um, so no, we, we we don't send direct mail uh, with offers. So we'll send direct mail pieces for people to call in. Uh, it might say final notice or hey, we need to urgently speak to you about your property. I went to the main street. Get people to call in, and once they call in to our office, we then say, hey, you know, I saw you. You have a property. We just bought a property right by yours in Tampa, in Philadelphia, in Charlotte. We just bought one right by yours. We'd love to make you an offer. If they say, yes, I'd love to get an offer. Great. Let's go through some questions. We go through some qualifying questions. While we're going through the qualifying questions, we have the multiple listing service up in that particular market. So we have you know, eight different metropolitan markets, which means eight different MLSs that we're using to run and evaluate these properties and find the comparable property. So if this homeowner wants 100,000 and we just saw that a similar property just sold to an investor for 120,000 and then that investor renovated the property and then resold it at 200,000, then we know that our end buyer who's the investor is buying for 120, we can buy this homeowner's property for 100,000, get it under contract and then resell the contract contract to that investor at 120 and make a $20,000 spread or wholesale fee. Got it. Okay. So I I imagine that, that your organization has probably grown quite a bit. Yes, correct. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I I believe you started in DC. 
Yeah, 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 I did. I uh, started in Washington, D.C., solopreneur, you know, in my mother's basement, calling 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., and then uh, started growing a team. The first person I hired was an acquisitions uh, manager, so somebody that's going to be taking those live calls with the homeowners. Instead of me taking those calls with the homeowners when I do my direct mail and then taking those live calls, we hired somebody. I hired somebody that, you know, took those calls for me. And then once, you know, I, I, I got more call volume, we hired more acquisition people to take more calls. And then we hired disposition or salespeople that had the relationships with the investors. So now we had calls coming in, acquisition people taking those calls, making offers, securing the contracts. Once they secure the contract, they give it to our sales, our sales or disposition people. And our disposition people would then market that contract to our investors. So our acquisition guy would get it for 100. Our disposition guy would sell it for 120 to their investor relationships um, and then we hired a transaction coordinator that then managed the transaction and coordination process with the title companies and the buyers and the sellers um, then I hired a marketing person then I hired a COO then I grew my acquisition team more um, and so then, now we have a sales manager we have a disposition manager and acquisitions manager um, so yeah now it's grown to a team of almost 20 and um, just scaled in eight different markets. So um, super, super awesome to see. Yeah, I think that's really exciting. And what what are the future plans? You know, future plans, we're, we're in eight markets right now. We want to expand into, you know, over 50 metropolitan markets throughout the nation. So uh, our goal is uh, to expand very, very rapidly. Um, very rapidly. We just hired a uh, uh, phenomenal uh, sales manager. We're building out our own company custom CRM uh, so that we can, uh, you know, have cool telephony and, uh, you know, phone systems integrated uh, within our own CRM. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the plan, expanding to 50 different markets and grow to a hundred million dollar company, you know, hopefully within the next two and a half, three years. Nice. So how, how do you identify your, your investor network? Um, how do we find investors that buy our assets? Is that yeah. what you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, really, really simply. So using the uh, using the MLS uh, um, tool that we have, right, the multiple listing service, which is pretty much the tool that all realtors use to look at comparable properties, etc. Um, we would look at a particular asset. Um, if we secured a property at one, two, three Main Street, we'd look at the comparables and, and pretty much there's a filter that you can use in the MLS and just look at the cash transactions. If you just look at the cash transactions you'll see um, all of you know those investor transactions because typically investors are buying the properties for cash and then they're reselling them to conventional buyers at a higher price and so once you filter every single cash transaction in that zip code or in that you know five mile radius for the, a particular property that you're trying to sell you can look at every single investor that is purchased in that vicinity and so once you see those properties that have sold in the last you know, let's say year or 365 days, you can then open up the tax record for that particular property and, and see who the owner is that purchased that property. So it could be, you know, our properties on 123 Main Street. We then just saw a comparable property that just sold for 120000 on 127 Main Street, right? Cash. We then look at the tax record and we see that it was uh, an LLC called, you know, Home Buyers Network LLC. Right. And then what we do is we skip trace that LLC. We find out who the managing member is of that LLC. And then uh, we skip trace that individual person. And then 
we call them and we get their emails and we add them to our email campaign and we have virtual assistants that are doing this 24 seven scraping the mls and just building 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 our cash buyers list nice i love it yeah very 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 innovative man and you said you're building your own crm correct yes okay that is a lot of data yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of data, a lot of data. You know, another great way of building buyers list as well is, uh, you know, Facebook. We have, you know, Facebook groups. So we're part of every single Facebook group in every market that we're in. So we might, if we're trying to sell a property in Atlanta or build our buyers list in Atlanta, we go to Facebook, Atlanta, you know, Real Estate Investment Network, and we just, you know, start DM and we have virtual assistants that DM every single member that's part of that group and just say, hey, are you a cash buyer? If so, we'd love to add you to our list. So on and so forth and now we're building our list that same way as well love it Raphael Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them oh man you know I my two tips the biggest one is I wish I had the finances to invest in a mentor when I first got started um, instead I was I was really struggling and I had to sell everything I had just to survive and uh, get you know pay for my marketing I wish I had the money to invest in a mentor because mentors will get you there faster even though it took me six and a half years to get me to where I'm at today if I had mentors at an earlier stage in my life I would have gotten there in probably three or even two years right so and I've seen a lot of my clients explode to multi-million dollar levels in just two years or even less than two years after mentoring you know directly with me because they're just using the exact shortcuts that, that I use and the exact tactics that I use to scale my own company and so because of that you know the biggest tip is hire a mentor the second tip I would say for the people that are not you know are, are, are maybe a little bit greener a lot newer in real estate or in whatever entrepreneurship field you have to fail forward you know don't don't you know you, you can't uh, tiptoe around you have to just jump all the way and dive all the way deep go all the way and quit your job like I did you know invest all of your capital go all the way in as long as you have faith you know right God is my you know is my uh, source of faith for me so I had a lot of confidence when I quit my job I had a lot of confidence when I saw all my assets to invest in my new company because I felt like it was directed by God. So, you know, that's my biggest tip is as long as you have faith, you have to go all the way in to whatever it is. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. You got to burn those ships, right, man? Yes, sir. <laughs> Raphael, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Um, I'm very active on Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram, at Real. Raphael Vargas. Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can also go to my website, realempire.com. Uh, our last event had over 250 entrepreneurs there and uh, real estate entrepreneurs that wanted to learn how to scale and grow a real estate wholesaling company. We're seeing amazing success from them now. So if you go to realempire.com, we're doing events almost every month, every two months. Come to one of my events. We'd love to see you there and follow me on Instagram. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Raphael your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Follow him at Real Raphael Vargas on Instagram. Go to realempire.com. Check out one of his live events. Thank you again, Raphael. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. 
before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step-by-step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.